0: Hey fam, welcome to Stronger Together, Closer to God podcast. This is Minister Vernon, and in today's episode, we are going to dive deep into one of the household codes of the Bible to analyze one of the ultimate roles and responsibilities for husbands and wives to do, and how it reflects the kingdom of God. From friends to lovers, to kisses and cuddles, we are doing it God's way. This This is is Stronger stronger Together, together, Closer closer to God. God. Paul from the Bible tells us that marriage is one of the greatest mysteries, yet it is one of the marvelous ways of reflecting how heaven is going to be. But if we're not careful, we can make the mistake of doing marriage our way, which allows the enemy to enter and sever the ties between our spouse like he did with Adam and Eve with the serpent. Let's look at this verse that is really good and I'm going to pull two verses together and then you'll understand why I did it in this way. Ephesians 5.21 and Ephesians 5.33, when I put these two together, says, Place yourselves under each other's authority out of respect for Christ. But every husband must love his wife as he loves himself and wives should respect their husbands. This is why God is challenging us to submit in love and respect for one another. It's the reason and the rationale of what makes a perfect marriage. When you get to sit down with couples that have long, strong, healthy relationship with each other, why is that possible? Well, it's because of the verse that I just read to you. They place themselves under each other's authority out of respect of Jesus Christ, and they make sure that the husband loves his wife as he loves himself and his wife respects him as she would with Christ. There are three points to this message. The first point is submission is a requirement for both parties. Let's go back to Ephesians 5, 21. Place yourself under each other's authority out of respect for Christ. See, submission is not a one-way street. It's a two-way street. John Maxwell once said that spiritual leadership requires giving up yourself for someone else. And that is why Paul is asking within these few scriptures for both parties to to provide mutual submission. It's not about, I want it my way or the highway type stuff. It's about looking and reflecting on each other and what is going to bring out the best for each other. And sometimes some of those things might mean to make those sacrifices for one another. But how do we submit to each other the way that Christ wants us to submit in our marriage? Well, this leads to point number two. God is asking each spouse to submit in an area that is secondary in nature to us. If you go back to Ephesians 5.33, why didn't it say, but every husband must respect his wife as he respects himself, and wives should love their husbands? Well, there's a reason for that. It's because that's primary way of us behaving and interacting with other people. It is natural for us as husbands to have respect for one another, as it is natural for a woman to love each other. What is secondary is to do the opposite. And I think that's why God got us together. Two people who are incomplete, who has pieces of the puzzle that when we really mesh and really come together as one, we can bring out the best in each other. And some people might say, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. This may be uncomfortable. I don't know if I can do it. And I think the whole idea of this verse is just very simple. We need to let go of control, the control of the ability to handle the situation and expand our capacity. So with Ephesians 5:21 and 33, Paul just gives us the direction. This is how that the marriage will work. Now we got to understand the how and the why behind it. So let's look at the wife first. Ephesians 5:22 it says, "Wives, place yourself under your husband's authority, as you have placed yourself under the Lord's authority." Now I know some women will probably say to me, "Wait a minute, wait a minute." Didn't you hear Aretha Franklin's song singing about respect? Absolutely. But also remember two years before Aretha Franklin came out with The Redemption of Respect, first singer to sing that was Otis Redding. And Dr. Imran Egerich, author of Love and Respect, he made a statement. He said a woman does need respect. And if a man loves her properly, she will get that respect. But the primary meaning in Otis Redding's song is a cry from a man's deepest soul that says respect is what he needs and he's got to have it. After all, respect does something to the soul of a man. God made him that way. And if you don't believe me, just take a time to just watch your husband at work. Watch him during playing online video games or if he's on the basketball court or whatever he loves to do. And notice how the other people and himself give that respect to each other. It's just so natural. It's just so flows that way. Just as it is, it's just so natural to flow for a wife to give love because of the nature and the nurturing that is within you. And we'll talk to the men about that in a second. And so how do we do that? How do wives make sure that they're to respect their husband and the authority that's been placed upon them by the heavenly father? Well, first wise, we got to understand and support your husband in a way that shows your support, the call that's placed upon them. He has a vision, and a dream that's placed inside in him by the Heavenly Father. And the more that you understand it and the more you support him, the better it will be. It's about respecting the position, the protector, and the responsibility to God as the head of the household, and to notice him and honor him and holding him dear. Now, a caveat to this about this authority. Husbands, this does not mean that you can use her as a doormat. This does not mean that you can ask her to submit to anything outside of God's will or ask her to sin in any kind of way. That is not what this scripture is telling you to do. God placed the husband in the position to be humble, even if there is disagreement. But that does not mean that you can do whatever you want to your wife. Remember, we got to make sure that we're under the principles of our heavenly father and what he has called us to do. So husbands, your challenge is very simple. It's to love your wives. And you might say, well, I I do that. I give her a home and feed her her, shelter. She got all that. That's all taken care of. That's not what we're talking about here, husbands. Dr. Emerson Egaris, remember the author of Love and Respect, stated that if a husband is commanded to agape love his wife, then she truly needs love. In fact, she needs love just as she needs air to breathe. When her deepest love, her deepest need is being met, it's no problem. But if it's being stepped on, you can expect her to react negatively. And this is expressed in Ephesians 5, 28. So husbands must love their wives as they love their own bodies. A man who loves his wife loves himself. No one ever hated his own body. Instead, he feeds and takes care of it. Men, we do a good job or a decent job of maintaining our body. After all, we might feed it. We might exercise to make sure those muscles are looking good and everything else. Just as we take the time to do those things, We are showing love to ourselves through taking care of our body. We should be showing love to our wives and doing whatever is necessary to take care of her. Why is that? Because when we provide leadership for our wife and the family, we cherish her. We don't dominate her. When we do that, we go all out for her. When we do that, we bring out the best in her, the best that God has in store for her. And we seek out the highest good for her and surround her with caring, unselfish love. Now, nothing in these statements gives you the authority, like I said, to act like a dictator. You give her the strength and encouragement that she needs to become the woman of God. And we got to move first. Now, the caveat to that is we're also the one that takes the blunt of what the enemy attack is. We'll probably encounter it first. And our job as husbands is to protect our wives from that attack that might come. But also in the meantime, whenever we are doing things, we have to take into consideration how to put our wife first. That might mean that instead of doing certain things that you want to do, let me go check with my wife and make sure there's nothing that that she needs me to do. I want to take care of that first before I take care of some of the needs that i need to get done wives we need you to teach us how to love and husbands you need to be able to teach your wife how to show that respect in a god's way not in a world way Point number three is very simple. Our marriage has the ability to reflect the truest intimacy of heaven between God and the church right here on earth. Dr. Tony Evans once said that God works through the institution of marriage based on the structure that he has designed. And right where we see Ephesians 5 30 31 it's emphasized this. It says we are the parts of his body. That's why a man will leave his father and mother and be united with his wife. The two will become one. See the ultimate sacrifice of being. 1. The ultimate impact of love is that love continues despite it all. It's deliberate actions and attitudes that lead to the concerns of the well-being of others and we're constantly and we're sincere and we're pure with one another. See, this is how Christ gave himself for the church in love and the day he will be more fully united with her. Ephesians 5 24 gives the wife for the wives. The husband is the head of his wife as Christ is the head of the church. It is his body and he he is the Savior. As the church is under Christ's authority, so wives are under the husband's authority in everything. And for husbands, this is your why. Why you want to give that love to your wife? Because as Christ loved the church, he gave his life for it. He did it to make the church holy, and by cleansing it, washing it under the water among spoken words, then he could present it to himself as a glorious church without any kinds of stains, wrinkles, holy, and without fault. Take care of it as Christ takes care of the church. So in summary, as I read to you earlier today, remember these scriptures from Ephesians 5.21 and 5.33. It said as a reminder to everybody that place yourself under each other's authority out of respect for Christ, but every husband must love his wife as he loves himself and wives should respect their husbands. Remember that are three points of how to do that. It is submission is a requirement for both parties. It's God is asking each spouse to submit in areas that is secondary in nature to us. So we must learn what that secondary nature is and find out strategies and tips to do that. And our marriage has the ability to reflect the truest intimacy of heaven between God and the church right here on earth. I challenge you today to read Ephesians five twenty one through 33 on your own and answer these two questions. How do these truths apply to me personally, and what specifically am I doing about them and how can I improve upon them? Make sure to visit our website at s2c2gministry.com where you can find out how to subscribe to the show. Learn more about our ministry and the different coaching and workshop activities we host in the area. And while you're at it, drop us a line and let us know what thoughts are about the podcast today. If you found value in the show and would like to partner with us, just click on the partner tab on our website or go to bitly backslash partner for f-o-r marriage please tell a friend about the show and until next time peace and blessings to all of you